It's taken all of us a few minutes to just come to terms with what has happened. It's taken Mike Hussey a few minutes more. So let's uh, welcome him now on ESPN Rick Info Match Day. We were just discussing just the, the we were trying to break down firstly the achievement of just chasing at the Gabba uh, a score of 328 has. But I'll come to that a little later. Let's just start with your first reaction of what you've just witnessed and what you're feeling on uh, on this achievement from India and where this series and uh, ranks and all the cricket that you've watched. Yeah, hello, gentlemen. Yeah, well, it's I'm still trying to gather my thoughts. Really, what a phenomenal performance from this Indian team. You know, uh, just I'm just just thinking about what they've had to go through uh, in this series. You know, getting bowled out for 36 in Adelaide, losing their captain who went home. You know, and then bouncing back in Melbourne with Ajinka Rahane taking over the reins, scoring that amazing century. Injuries to bowlers. You know, you think of. Um, uh, you know, uh, Boomerov was injured, Ashwin was injured, Umesh Yadav was injured. Don't forget Mohammed. Gosh, I'm still struggling. Mohammed Shami as well. Whoever you want to name anybody, they probably. Yeah. You know, it just just to be able to keep replacing these players, you know, and and still turning up and playing such amazing cricket, it's just a phenomenal performance. You know, Australia would have been thinking home conditions playing at the Gabba, haven't lost a test match there in over 33 years, having 328 on the board, uh, deteriorating pitch with cracks everywhere. Surely Australia is going to win this test match. But India, they just say, no, no, we're not We're not giving up. We'll play. We're going to play our way. Pajara came out and just played his way. Um, the youngsters at the end, Washington Sunda, Rishabh Pant, just, you know, just... Uh, Playing with that freedom and that uh, you know no fear attitude, you know they're not they're not even worried about the consequences of getting out, you know in a pressure situation and just taking the game away from Australia, you know that this is just one of the most remarkable performances uh, that I've ever seen in Test cricket. So uh, you know congratulations to India and yeah. uh, Australia will be devastated. Yes, absolutely. There are so many stories to cover here. There are so many conversations to have on this series from India, from Australia. And we will do that in detail now as this is the last show on ESPN Rican for Match Day for this series. But the moment is about Rishabh Pant in many ways. We were planning this detailed review in the event of the likelier result of a draw, that India would achieve a draw and they would still keep the Border Gavaskar trophy and we would still have an extraordinary story to tell on India. Now that they've managed this win against significant odds, and it's been led by Rishabh Pant, who's made it possible after Shukman Gill and Pujara said the foundation. Akash, let's just go back to the Pant story. I'm sure he'll make a strong claim to be man of the match for this one. He's ended as India's highest run-getter of this series for a player that didn't play in the first test, for a player that came at the back of a poor IPL that was dropped out of the white ball squads, that is always under scrutiny when he gets the gloves over Riddhiman Saha. What does this mean for Rishabh Pant? Uh, it means the world for him because uh, it's been a topsy-turvy kind of world uh, where he was uh, uh, he was uh, pointed or he was highlighted as one of the X factors uh, was identified that this is the guy who's uh, going to be the future of Indian cricket and then became a, a veritable pariah in double quick time. Uh, one who gets flown over to England for uh, to become a part of the Indian uh, World Cup team and 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 then finding himself out of favor for all three formats. He's been a tourist for for the last few tours and uh, has a middling IPL. There is a lot of question marks about his fitness, about his weight, about his form, about his temperament. 
and uh, now he gets an opportunity and and that's also uh, because kohli wasn't there uh, batting has failed you want to now strengthen your batting okay let's let's try punt and see what happens uh, with that kind of attitude was uh, how he got his first opportunity at the mcg uh, plays there plays a significant role that little innings that he played in the first innings uh, uh, albeit just 29 odd runs uh, but was valuable uh, come sydney he makes india believe he makes australia think more importantly uh that uh, this guy can actually take the game away from us uh so now now there is a significant shift already happening with him and his confidence and his reputation uh, uh within with, with regards to this series and uh, come the last uh, innings of the series uh the maturity the discipline the maturity the confidence the belief uh, uh and in the end the short selection as well because uh, you can actually pull off these shots uh, only when you know that uh, this is my game everything else has to be respected this is what i'm going to do i'll play a defensive shot i'll leave outside off then i'll play that cheeky little paddle shot uh, and now i'm playing with the bowlers uh, there was a stage uh, nathan lyon had a deep third man for him a deep mm-hmm. third man for an off spinner for a left handed batsman in a test match uh, if i i don't recall uh, when i saw that last uh, uh, when the opponents are also equally in the game to actually win it uh this was uh, the terror of uh, rishabh pant and this also perhaps uh, tells us why australia de- or rather delayed the declaration and then eventually were bowled out uh because yes. this is what they feared a rishabh pant assault in the end and uh, this is exactly what has happened we're not getting carried away by just one innings akash but how does this guy not play every format for india <laughs> uh he should uh he should see uh there are two sides to this story of course uh, we are all emotional and excited about what we've just seen uh but it's it's not uh, that uh, he's been dropped because for no rhyme or reason he was given opportunities in all formats and then uh, he's failed to grasp it the only thing is that he's only 23 so at 23 you're allowed to fail you're allowed to commit mistakes but uh, uh, then the bigger picture also is that's why you got the selectors the team management uh, the leadership group uh, which keeps him in the loop that you you're never away uh yes you failed yes you must learn from your mistakes yes you should actually not throw away your wicket uh when when the team needs you to stay uh so he's committed all committed all those mistakes uh, so i'm i'm pretty sure now that he's learned his lessons uh, and then and, and he just goes uh, from strength to strength from here because uh, you need him uh he's one of a kind player he is that x factor that doesn't change overnight uh, just a few failures and he doesn't become an ordinary player he is a special talent and now that that special talent has to be nurtured uh, some amount of nurturing has to be done from his side as well some amount of ownership with regards to how he shapes his career from here onwards hmm. and ronak and ronak that's what that's what makes this innings even more impressive is that he he you know sometimes you can just put it down to the exuberance of youth they just come out they play with no fear they're not worried about the consequence whatsoever but rishabh pant has been through that phase in his career already he has been dropped he has had some failure along the way but to still have the courage to be able to come out and play with that freedom and playing to win the game and to play these shots is just amazing an amazing temperament from the guy um and and yeah obviously he's going to go down as a as a legend of indian cricket after an innings like that i'm sure <laughs> absolute legend if it comes to social media if it comes to broadcast media he's blockbuster yeah. material pant everything he does when he misses when he doesn't get it right when he steps down and and either he puts it in the air put all of us at the edge of our seat it's all watchable cricket and you wonder why why this guy doesn't play in every format well, maybe he will uh, after this sort of game and this sort of innings now let's just again recap uh, 
what we've just witnessed in a series after 36 all out or 36 for 9 in Adelaide to lose Virat Kohli, Mohamed Shami, Arashwin, Ravindra Jadeja, Jaspreet Bumbra, Hanuma Vihari. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And for India to have achieved this. So let me ask the two of you who've watched a lot of cricket, who've played a lot of cricket in at the turn of the century in particular, where this series ranks. If I have to rank 2001, Australia coming to India and that's that magnificent streak ending. Uh, the 2005 Ashes, which will go down as one of the great series of all time. There have been a few Ashes series in England and in Australia, won by the visiting teams. There has been Australia and South Africa. There's been Sri Lanka and England. There's been so much cricket we're trying to recap. But where does this series rank? Mike Hussey? Well, it's very difficult to rank them, I must admit. But this one's got to be right up there, uh, in my opinion. And and the reason why I say that is just because of the resilience uh, that has been shown by this Indian team. Uh, Australia were virtually playing a second Indian team here. You know, they, mm. they, they, they'd missed. I think there was only two players that had played in, in the that played the whole series uh, out of this Indian team. Only two players. They had to replace all of those big names. So can you imagine in an Australian uh, uh, lineup if they had to take out? nine of their best players and trying to replace them. It would be almost impossible to replace with the same quality. And for them to still turn up to every single match with the right attitude, with enough skill to compete, with enough belief just to, to that they could actually still uh, win the series and win test matches, it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal performance. And also it's away from home in conditions that yeah. a lot of these guys are very foreign to as well. Um, you know, there's a number of debutants that have played that have probably never even played in Australian conditions before. I think it's got to be right up there with one of the greatest series wins of all time. Mm, yep, it is too. Just Pujara and Rahane for all four test matches. Akash, same question to you. How would you rank this one? Uh, I'll say difficult once again because uh, one, we don't watch all the cricket. few uh, that you've mentioned, uh, you, you go through the scorecards, but uh, you can't really be like, if you're honest, uh, you would know that you've not watched every ball of uh, uh, all those series. I do remember watching every ball of the 2001 India-Australia series. I did watch every single ball of the 2005 uh, Ashes series. Uh, this is right up there. Right up there uh, with regards to the quality that uh, we have seen uh, and the resilience, the resolve, the odds uh, and all the things that Hass has mentioned because uh, uh, you are competing against so many things uh, that, that you think, how much, how much can you actually stretch a rubber band? It's like a rubber band. How much can you stretch? It will eventually snap, right? If not now, maybe tomorrow, maybe in the next test match, go to Gaba. Uh, that's what uh, this Australian team must have thought that, okay, Sydney, uh, Indian kind of pitch. And then you've come out uh, with uh, with a draw, a respectable draw, as good as a win. But that Gaba is, is a fortress that you cannot breach. It's that impregnable fortress. Uh, and that is where uh, things had to change. But they did not. India still lost the toss. And mind you, India lost all three tosses. Uh, yeah. Just... So if you keep losing tosses, uh, Rahane hasn't won a single toss uh, uh, is what I mean. And that's where the turnaround actually happened. Winning in MCG, drawing in Sydney, and then losing all your players for Mel uh, for Gaba, but uh, coming out on the winning side. Uh, this is incredible, right up there. I I I'll say, okay, the best series that I have watched, and that's that I'll be completely honest with. All right. You know, we're going to now have a nice, detailed, free freewheeling chat on how this series has gone. Try and relive it. Because there is so much to relive. And let's go to that Melbourne and how important it was, right? India bowled out for 36 in three days. They almost had the advantage going into the third innings of that Adelaide test. They then know they're going to lose Virat Kohli. Ajinkya Rahane takes over as captain. Australia have their tails up. They lose the toss at the MCG. Australia end up batting first. 
And there's a completely different look to the side. They're making changes after just that one test match. There was scrutiny on that on this show as well. And for how important the turnaround of the the impact of India was in that Melbourne test. Hus, if you look back at that MCG test and in the aftermath of what this series has eventually showed us, how important was it and what did it tell you? Well, I think what I was really impressed about was right at the toss when uh, Jinka Rahane lost the toss, but he said, you know, we, we actually played pretty well in Adelaide. We had one bad hour, you know, maybe bad 90 minutes. But for the rest of the test match, we actually played some good cricket. And that's been the message. We've prepared well. There was a calmness about the team. Yes, they must have been so disappointed. And there were so many people writing the Indian team off. But there was that calmness around the team and, and a realisation. They were quite pragmatic in the fact that they said, OK, we did OK in Adelaide. You know, we, we can fight back. And then, then Ajinka Rahane stepped up with the bat. That was not an easy pitch to bat on. And he played one of the greatest innings of the series, if not the best and most pivotal innings of the series. Uh, inspirational for his teammates and... Uh, and for India to bounce back like that, to win that test match, it certainly sent Australia a message that they were dealing with a team that had a lot of toughness and a lot of resilience about them. So, yeah, it was a, it was a really important game for India and they certainly delivered at the MCG. Yeah, Akash, we've said this time and again, right? We can't help but as Indians watching cricket over the years, be conservative in our thought. And the thought would have been after Adelaide, let's play as many batsmen as we can, specialist batsmen. But there was a call to change the balance of the team, to try and substitute Kohli's absence with a mix of Jadeja and Pant. And if you look back at this, these are the sorts of calls that now just look terrific. But just I'm trying to think of how important all these calls were, taking such a call in the aftermath of Adelaide at Melbourne. Oh, oh it, it required a lot of uh, a lot of heart, a lot of bravery, because uh, uh, the conservative or the conventional wisdom would tell you that uh, if your batting has failed, you bolster the batting, of course. What else are you supposed to do? Uh, and don't fix something that ain't broken, which is your bowling. So why do you need an extra bowler? Uh, but uh, Ajinkya Rahane should be given credit there. Uh, Ravi Shastri should be given credit there because uh, this has to be a call that's been taken by the leadership group. Uh, they went in a different direction with a lot of conviction uh, that we do need five bowlers. Jadija can bat. Pant, let's go with him and, and see how that uh, uh, turns out. And, and, and they just did all the right things uh, with regards to Rahane. Uh, getting Ashwin to bowl in the first hour of the test match after losing the toss uh, on a slightly greenish surface, uh, even when you're playing uh, as many as three fast bowlers. Uh, then coming out and batting the way he did, leading the team from the front and uh, uh, bowlers just stopping it off all the time, whether it's Mohammad Siraj who's making his debut or uh, uh, Washington Sundar making his debut in the following game. Uh, so that Melbourne, of course, uh, just changed the mindset completely that you can bounce back from... Uh, that kind of adversity and uh, once you get that kind of belief and that belief can only be earned uh, because you know a lot of talk happens and us would agree to it when you're when you're actually humiliated in the fashion that india was at adelaide 36 all out uh, happens like once in 100 years uh, hmm. you you talk about it that forget about it don't worry about it look at the positives and all of that uh, all that pep talk is is great but to convert that uh, pep talk into action uh, like walking that talk the most difficult thing to do because there are ghosts from the past that have come to they will come to haunt you the moment you slip once. Uh, but this team uh, showed the, the the resolve, the resilience to actually just put all that aside and then start a completely new chapter. Uh, so hats off to the way actually they played at Melbourne. You know, where if you if you have to try and make sense of how has this happened, how have these guys 
had such an instant impact in international cricket away from home in all the conditions that Akash has mentioned. It, it may not just be out of the blue. It may not just be freakish. We've discussed, we've discussed this on ESPN Rigan for Match Day through the course of this series that you have to look at some other factors that perhaps play a contributing role. Tom Moody has cited the importance of the IPL at times on just taking away the intimidation factor for players like Natarajan, Instiraj, Insaini, a Natarajan who's shared months with David Warner in the same bubble, in the same room, bowling to him in the net, now doesn't quite have that same intimidation factor bowling to him in a test match. Has you've been part of the IPL from its inception. You still remain an, a, a part of it. How much has that in some ways contributed towards this this story of unknowns, reserves, third team players uh, making this sort of seamless transition to test cricket? I think it's definitely had an impact for sure. It's certainly broken down some of the cultural barriers. And so, yeah, the intimidation factor is not there. But that's been going on for a while now. Um, but mm. yeah, I'm sure Nadarajan, he knows David Warner and David Warner knows Nadarajan that, you know, and he knows if David Warner starts getting a bit aggressive on the field, that Nadarajan thinks, ah, you know, I've seen all this before. I'm not going to let it affect me. So I'm sure there's those, you know, those cultural barriers have been broken down and there's not the intimidation factor anymore. Um, I'm just thinking to myself as well, as, as hard as this bubble has been that these players have been part of for the last, what, six months of their lives, you know, where they've been away from family, they've been away from friends, they've been, they've, they've basically just been stuck together. And, you know, with that builds a resilience as well. They sort of say, okay, well, we're here. We, we're, we're, it, it really builds the spirit in the team because they've got to stay tight together. They've, They've, they've got to do it tough together. Um, they, they, they have to work hard every single day just and, and be together. You know, that they know they're doing it tough, but they know their mate next to them is doing it tough as well. And, and, and sometimes that, that tightness and that bringing together just makes you more, uh, you know, more resilient and tougher as well. When things get really tough out in the cricket field, you think, well, you know, it's not, it's not that bad. We've, we've done worse before, you know, or there's worse people out there doing, you know, doing it worse than us. So, Sometimes, you know, when you are just locked down in that environment together, it can bring you tighter and, and you can bring out these special performances together as well. Interesting, Akash. This sort of adversity no, no, I, is almost bringing this group together. I, I completely, totally agree because uh, just just uh, uh, superimpose this on a, a World Cup uh, campaign. And, and it hmm. used to happen. Hus has been part of uh, quite a few successful campaigns as well. Uh, where uh, the team is now in almost isolation. Uh, you go to a country maybe four weeks in advance and then you're there for about eight or nine weeks. Uh, so those nine weeks, uh, this is what you have. Uh, that's your family, that's your friends and you stick together. And uh, uh, the the longer that you stay together, you actually start looking after each other as well. And, and there is uh, uh, a lot of uh, camaraderie that you, that you see developing, which uh, sometimes don't... Uh, uh, it, it, it doesn't prosper as much in other conditions or other other circumstances. Uh, but when you are in a tight knit group and uh, you know that there is nowhere else to go, uh, that brings you closer. And uh, uh, then you start realizing, uh, you know, I have to look after my mate. And then you start feeling for them. And that's what we saw yesterday. Uh, if you're, if and I mean this, we discussed this on uh, match day as well. Uh, when Siraj took that wicket, Shardul took that catch. There was genuine happiness on Shardul's face. Uh, hmm. Both were trying to get their first piper. Uh, the guy takes the catch, is happy for the guy who's taken the wicket, uh, as much as uh, dismissing the opposition. But uh, this is this is what makes you uh, into a very happy happy unit, a uh, 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 very cohesive unit. Uh, it can yeah. also work uh, the other way around. If the chips are down, there are there are uh, 
uh, groups that are getting formed. So all those sort of things do happen as well. And that's where I think you need to uh, credit the team management, the leadership group to keep everything together and, and everyone together in the thick and in the thin. Hmm. It's come also to uh, to light, or it's coming to light more and more now in recent times about the structure for Indian cricket and that's being lauded as well. The fact that India invests more in ATO cricket than more other most other countries, they've played the most amount of ATO cricket. Um, and that, that to, to what degree has that also contributed towards the success in Australia, Akash? Uh, 100% because uh, uh, how many? I think uh, there was this graphic on broadcast about 48 or 52 games that India has played in the last uh, a few years, uh, I remember playing like five games for India before uh, playing for India. And uh, I had never toured Australia before I actually toured Australia with the Indian team. Uh, but these guys, whether it's Siraj or it's Shubman Gill or Prithvi Shah or Mayank Agarwal, uh, they've been all, all these guys have been on those shadow tours. And who are you shadow touring with? Just think about it. Uh, there is a Rahul Dravid uh, who's mentoring these young kids from under 19 uh, uh, circuit from that level. Uh, he knows them in and out. Uh, who else best can you actually get as a batting mentor, as a, just as a mentor, uh, to set you up uh, for the for the bigger league, the the boys versus men. Uh, so uh, this has played a huge role, and that's where I think uh, BCCI should also be credited, applauded. That uh, you have the money in the coffers, but you are also using that money for the right reasons. Uh, and those changes have happened, and that have uh, I think a lot to do with the the former cricketers coming into the fold. Uh, whether it's Saurav Ganguly or Rahul Dravid or Vives Lakshman uh, uh, when they were the CAC, uh, Sachin uh, uh, being a part of it as well. Because these are the things, these are the inputs that you'll get from the former cricketers. You know, these yeah. are this is how you improve India as a cricketing country. And, uh, and I do feel that we are at the cusp of uh, a fantastic beginning. What we saw with the Australian team, the world dominance, uh, where uh, they could not just compete, but win everywhere in the world in all three formats. Uh, or rather two formats back then, uh, India is is primed for that. Uh, we've seen what this team can do without the main players. Add them to it with the same kind of resolve and steel. Uh, it is a yeah. tough team to play, beat in any condition. Yeah, administrators can run a criticism. Yes, us, please. I, I think you can actually take that even a step further. You know, I was lucky enough to uh, watch a bit of the TNPL. Uh, yeah. And mm. I know there's various T20 leagues around India as well. And watching these club-level cricketers, talented young guys have an opportunity to play with some first-class cricketers but to play in a televised game under lights in front of 10 or 15,000 people to get that experience and that exposure at such a young age it really would help them so when they do jump up the ranks you know get into first-class cricket they're, they're used to you know that extra pressure of playing you know in front of a big crowd and things like that and then obviously it's another big jump to get on the international stage but at least these guys have experienced it i, I can speak in australia you know, the club cricketers around Australia, they would have never played in front of ten or 15,000 people. Most mm. of them would never have played under lights. They would certainly have never played uh, on, telev in tele on television games as well. So, you know, having exposure as a young player to those things can really help your development when you do get on the big stage. India's bowlers, that's the story of this series, isn't it, Hus? Um, what have they done right and done it? almost instantly. I've heard from Ajit Agarkar in the past that it takes a while for a bowler to find out what the right length is when you go. It takes maybe one overseas tour, maybe two. Here you're seeing bowlers just get things right in their first appearance. Here you've had Australia who should be scoring 500 against this attack. No one would blame this attack if Australia got 450-500. They've not scored 400 in any innings in this series. 369 in the first innings here being their highest. 
Well, I, I think one thing that they did well, India, as a group, they they planned and prepared really well. You know, you, you think back to the fields they had in the first couple of test matches to Labuschagne and Steve Smith, Australia's two best batsmen uh, early in the series, and they bowled very straight to them. They, they blocked off all their runs on the leg side and, uh, and, and made it difficult for them to score their runs quickly. Uh, so it's, it's one thing to come here and be very well prepared uh, for every single batsman, um, but you still need to be able to execute. And that, that's, one, that's what I think what the Indian bowlers have done really well. Uh, they've planned well, one, but secondly, they've really backed it up by executing their plans extremely well. Um, the first two pitches certainly had a fair bit in it for the bowlers and 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 uh you know the the bowlers had you were in favor um so so that i think that would have given them confidence if you know quite often if you come to a new country and if you can start the series well you know get get, get into the game and and you know feel like you're bowling well and get a few wickets your confidence goes up and, and your belief also goes up I think yeah i can compete here i can do well in these conditions um but they were able to maintain it throughout the series and uh, and and i also got the sense that um, as as Akash was saying earlier, that that they were like a really tight group. They were yep. willing to help each other. You know, you could even see Boomer when he was injured. He was talking to the other younger bowlers. You know, that during that Gabba test and and you know, seeing what was working, what wasn't working, perhaps giving some tips along the way. Um, I, I really felt as though it was a it was that they were a, a team environment where they were looking out for each other and wanting to help each other, even if they weren't playing. That they they were still um, on the same team, and uh, and I thought that was admirable as well. I mean, the fact that Siraj has effectively been what the leading this bowling attack in what is a series that he himself has debuted in—it's uh, just a story that we can't possibly write. But what does it tell us about how this bowling attack has has been, Akash? Uh, incredible again. Uh, some of all parts, because if you were to see the top two bowlers, Pat Cummins twenty-one, Hazelwood seventeen. Uh, so they, they are of course better bowlers with better figures, and uh, that's not surprising. Whether you look at the average or their strike rates, uh, but then uh, hunting in a pack and and, and working together as a unit—that's uh, what India has done. Just some of all parts, because you just cannot compete compete man to man. Or Siraj with a Cummins or a Hazelwood or Natarajan with a Mitchell Stark—that's uh, that's not a fair uh, fair fight. But uh, uh, when everything is put together, uh, then then there is there is. Uh, a series to be won, a match to be played, and a game to be competed in. Uh, that's what uh, this Indian team has done. And Mohammad Siraj, uh, what a story that uh, guy also has. Because I uh, uh, had uh, very little means to start playing cricket. Uh, it comes from a very humble background. I'm sure a lot of people have already heard about it. Uh, uh, had one opportunity, Ronak, to actually make it uh, in a in a selection, uh, a talent hunt that was conducted in Hyderabad. Uh, he knew it's make or break. If you don't do it now, you can't play cricket ever. And, and then in this tier tour itself, uh, lost his father, chose to stay, uh, given an opportunity, has excelled, uh, was racially abused, but uh, then stood up. Uh, and mm. uh, the way he's come in, run in hard every single time with a smile on his face. Uh, see, skill sets are there. You acquire them over a period of time. And if you played the, a certain amount of test cricket, uh, your certain boxes are already ticked. But uh, the attitude, the temperament is something uh, uh, that that's, if this guy has been very endearing uh, because he's the kind of bowler that you want. Of course, he'll go for runs. Of course, Indian bowlers have bowled more boundary balls. If you just go man-to-man uh, -man or just uh, the number of boundary balls that were there on offer, you'd find that Indian bowlers have actually faltered a lot more, a lot mm. often. Uh, but they've also managed to pick up wickets because they've uh, uh, bowled more wicket-taking deliveries. And that's what uh, Mohammad Siraj has done. Uh, you look at all his wickets in this test match, second innings, you'll find uh, 
uh, there were quality balls uh, dismissing except yeah. just one uh, Matthew Wade uh, down the leg side. But others were actually uh, prized out. The wickets have been taken properly. And uh, he is someone you would want to invest in uh, for, uh, for long-form cricket, especially away from home. Uh, because uh, one problem that India has had in the past is that uh, we've got a lot of those release bowlers because LG test ball and our conditions uh, allow for uh, uh, those bowlers to prosper. But Kukubura ball doesn't. These hard pitches don't. Uh, so where that's where you need bowlers who come in hard and hit the deck hard and find something off the surface. If there's no swing in the air, don't worry. Uh, you get something uh, laterally off the surface and Siraj actually fits that bit. Yes, we've spoken of Rishabh Pant today. We'll also mention Shubman Gill. We mentioned him in the past. But Cheteshwar Pujara, man of the series the last time. Not quite the same impact in terms of runs. But he's batted, what, nearly 23 hours in the middle this this series. He's batted thousands and thousands of balls. Not necessarily for the sort of runs. But that's a conversation I'd like to have together with the two of you. Pujara, the effect that Pujara has had in wearing and winding these bowlers down. Almost burning them into the ground as we enter uh, this fourth test match. Has your thoughts? Yeah, well, he plays a very important role for India. I, I think Australia were ready for him this time. That They, they had uh, some good plans to him. They made him obviously work very hard for his runs. But what they also did was they picked Cameron Green as that backup bowler, someone that could bat in the top six, that could bowl some handy overs, just to take a little bit of pressure off the three fast bowlers, you know, Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood, make them or give them a bit of a breather throughout the day. Uh, as it turned out, Cameron Green did bowl some handy overs along the way. Didn't get a wicket, but he was able to to help them, um, you know, get a bit of a rest along the way. However, the the Australian bowlers still had to work really hard. I think for me, the biggest difference was that they played Nathan Lyon a lot better than they did two years ago, the Indian batsman. So Nathan Lyon, he got 21 wickets uh, in the last series. He only picked up eight wickets in this particular series and, and was a little bit disappointing, it has to be said. So that that's probably the major difference uh, from, from two years ago. I think Australia, they knew that Pajara was going to play this way and was going to be a thought in the side again. So they picked the extra uh, bowler that can bowl some seam overs to help rest uh, the, the faster bowlers, which they were hoping was going to give them benefits as the series wore on. But the bigger difference was they weren't banking on Nathan Lyon, only taking eight wickets in the series. So that, that was a big difference. Uh, a big disappointment, I think, from an Australian perspective. Hmm. Akash? Mm -hmm. uh, see, when you talk about Pujara, and uh, Pujara has to be always uh, seen in perspective, uh, uh, the draw in Sydney uh, that allowed you to win the series in uh, Brisbane uh, was also uh, a lot, had a lot to do with Cheteshwar Pujara's twin 50s because he's eating so many deliveries. First innings, he was criticized, uh, uh, almost crucified for playing too slow and uh, not allowing India to get into a position to win. Uh, and mind you, India actually conceded a 90-run lead. Uh, so they were nowhere near uh, the, the Australian total. So whether he batted faster or slower, it didn't really matter in the end. Uh, and the second innings, the number of deliveries that he ate, uh, of course, it was Ashwin and Vihari in the end uh, uh, when, when India drew that test match. But uh, uh, you had a significant contribution from Cheteshwar Bujara. And even in this run chase today, uh, the only reason that India is able to play with the freedom, uh, the, the Chubman Gills and the Rishabh Pans, uh, is that assurance that he is actually your insurance policy? That uh, Pujara is there. Uh, while he's there, he'll make sure that we don't lose this game. And uh, that's a very significant, uh, confident, or rather confidence point uh, take uh, that uh, you can go about doing your business because one end is secure. Uh, and he's taken a lot of blows. Uh, so this has not been an easy series. He's not yeah. been on top of his game either. Uh, he was searching for answers to begin with because of just the lack of cricket. 
uh, New Zealand in February and then suddenly uh, Australia in December. Nothing in between, not even in the IPL or uh, no first class cricket whatsoever. Uh, so it took time uh, and Australia, as Hus mentioned, had great plans uh, against him. Cummins was absolutely top class, the bowler of the series, the player of the series. Uh, uh, and, and he got a, a few peaches to dismiss Cheteshwar uh, Pujara. Uh, but then uh, his contribution, nearly a thousand balls. Uh, once again, uh, you can't measure all performances, I think, in averages. Uh, when you talk about test cricket, when you talk about Cheteshwar Pujara, you have to look at the other side as well. The time spent on the crease. Uh, and that is why some of the test matches actually go into the fifth day. If it wasn't for Pujara, we'll have a four-day test series.